Okay, so I just woke up from my vision. This vision seemed not as real as most, but really realistic. Like, those realistic things about the vision that was just like, hmm. I don't know. It just makes you consider things. But all I know is in this vision, I am in this house. The attic look a little bit like an attic from one of the houses I stayed in as a kid, but it was NBA Youngboy, and it was how he looked now, and I, you know, this is, I don't know how important it is, but it matters, because a lot of the visions I had of him before which has been a while. He have been in my visions for a while. But still hearing about him like every day. And hear them talking about him. But a lot of the visions I had of him, he's younger. Way younger. Years younger. Like sometimes a lot of times it's to him when you first got famous in twenty sixteen. And then other times, it's like in the middle, like 2018, 2019, maybe. But this vision was interesting because it was to him now, 2022, 2021, maybe. I don't know. But why did that matter? It mattered because, you know... I don't know. I'm just trying to figure out how real these visions really is and how real do you feel like they are when you seeing people as years younger. Like, it's happening now, but it's from you, the, the you years ago. And I just know that it's possible for somebody to pose as somebody else. So all you have to do is know a lot about somebody or... Excuse me, be very dedicated to a role in order to convince somebody it's you. I mean, that you're them, I guess. I don't know. But it was to him now. And I was like wondering, like, why well, don't get visions of him now? Like, he's not growing in these visions or he's way younger, but I can't say that that should automatically deter me because in a lot of visions I'm my younger self and I don't that don't make sense either to me. But besides the the explanation that God is restoring my whole life. So he has to restore these years from when I was younger to now. It feels like growing me up. So When they so that the years that I was like not as close to them as I should have been or sinning, he's reattaching them to the age I am now. Grow me up and cleansing me of all of that sin in those in those in that gap in those time in that time.
That's the only way I can explain it. So he's in his vision. And he is like... Kind of just like hanging around. And I remember... He was kind of like talking to me, but he was just like, at first it seemed like not that interested, not really interested at all in me at all. And it was like, hmm, I don't know. Like, I I guess, I mean, I'm not about to push myself on anybody who's not interested. But I was there just trying to kind of understand, like, you know. What was going on? He didn't seem interested, but he did kind of seem a little full of himself. No, I don't even want to say he was full of himself. He was normal, like a, I guess. Uh, I just remember he just felt like, it felt like he was acting like, you know, he got it. Like, he really got it like that. And, like, I didn't really know how to feel because... I'm just not wanting to say nothing. I'm just trying to be observant. I'm not trying to jump to conclusions about everything that's been going on. So, my brothers are there. But they just, you know, minding their business. They're going to step in if they feel like I'm uncomfortable or if they feel like I'm not wanting to be around him. But I am wanting to be around him because I'm trying to see, like, you know, is it true? Is all this stuff true? But not really just banking on that, just trying to kind of observe what I can for, you know, whatever time we're around each other. He didn't seem interested. And my feelings wanted to be hurt, but they wasn't. They wasn't hurt. Because it's just like, I don't know if I ever believed this was you. I, I just feel like it's, it been a trick, so it's not. It ain't even about you. It's about God, like I said, it is. But I do need more clarification. I don't know why I should ever need any more clarification than what God said. But at the same time, God said a few things. So I don't know. You know, how can these situations feel so real and seem so real, and then not be real? Only time will tell whether it was real or not. But. I'm not too focused on that. It's just, you know, all I do is hear his name. All I do is hear all these things going on with him. And I just, you know, I'm trying to observe and see, like, okay, what am I missing? Is it true? I know from where I'm sitting, it really could look like, oh, you making this up. Or, of course, he's not into you. Like, you don't know him. He don't know you. He's a celebrity. You're not, et cetera. But, you know, I don't know. Like, I'm I'm aggravated about it. Because it's like all they do is talk about him and all they do is bring him up and all they do is throw him in the situation and make it look like it's all this big thing and all this other stuff is going on. And then, you know, if it's really not about him, I feel aggravated that his name always in their mouth. You know, or I'm just aggravated like you just so obsessed with him that you want to make me obsessed with him. Like, some people are so obsessed with celebrities, they do that, but maybe it is him. Who knows? Because it feels like no obsession, no obsession 
even counts this much. It's like, I can't, like, obsessions go far. So I, I'll never say no obsession can go this far. But this is just the next level. This next level is, is different. And some of this stuff feel like it can't be fabricated. But if it can, you, I'm not going to argue with you. I've seen some things I believe never could happen. And they happening right now. So, you know, they can read my mind. They can, you know, uh, they doing all this stuff. They controlling people. All this stuff. So if all this stuff is accessible, then, you know, whatever. It's, I'm not going to count anything out. Anyways, he was, around, he, was, he was around me, and he was just doing him, really. And I just remember him, like, not being that interested, but, like, kind of entertaining me a little bit. But, like, it just was no chemistry. It was no chemistry. And so... Then we was about to leave out the room, and he grabbed my hand. And when he grabbed my hand, we was walking away. It just felt weird, like we didn't like like we didn't know what we were doing. He didn't know what he was doing. Like he was in a way like just listening to instructions on what to do. In a way, I don't know, like being told what to do to kind of like play with me, play my. Like, I'm feeling like I'm being played right now. Like, who's telling you to play me? Because you don't feel like you know what you're doing here or what you're doing. It feel like they just telling you to do certain stuff to kind of try and see how I react. Just to see how I'll act. So, I don't know why or who or what would be so important to get me to look that bad. To, that, like, so dedicated to give me to look bad, you know? But if he ain't as important where you just using him to get me to look bad, that means I'm way more important. But it ain't about that. It ain't about importance. It's just a matter of, like, what's going on. So he grabbed my hand. He takes me in the closet. And it's looking like, you know, we about to do something or something like that. So I remember sitting in his face, and he was like, I saw his drawers and his body. And... I don't know. He just seemed like he didn't know what he was doing. It was no chemistry. It was no chemistry at all. So it did not. It did not add up at all to what's been get told, being told to me, and what's been going on between whoever this individual is that they are trying to, you know, just pose off as him. It's like. You know, this person knows me. This person has spent time trying to grow me. This person there's chemistry. Maybe. Because they work so hard to try and deter me and push me in any direction. They fight so hard to try and pull me away from God. And in reality, you know, I don't know if anything matters or is anything true outside of God. I know that I've had some experiences that I'm not, like, that I know is true, that I know has happened, that, like, I know absolutely for sure happened and felt very real, but it doesn't mean that they are. Because I don't know on the other side what type of, you know, sorcery, what type of, you know, wool they're trying to pull over my eyes. But... I just know these situations and these circumstances, what I've gone through, I haven't lied about a thing that I've gone through or how real it is. 
I just don't know if they're lying about who they are. So, I don't know. So, I wouldn't be fair if I didn't, you know, mention that they, of course, they all, they say a lot, like, it's not LeBron, it's, it's your brother. It's not NBA Youngboy, it's your brother or your sister or your mother or your dad. Like, it's these people, it's not the people you think they are. But I don't understand how three people or just the my immediate family, like four or five people, and my family could have so much control over the entire world, though. Because I'm going off into the world and cars trying to hit me. I am, you know, going into a Walmart and everybody's talking to me. They know Everybody knows me. I'm going off to Mexico and they know me already. And how they know me in Mexico? Never been there a day in my life. You know, I go. I got a hotel in Mexico, and they bugged my room. You know, all this stuff that's happening, that don't make no sense. Like, I'm being followed, and my bank account is being tampered with, and my car is being flipped over, and, you know... When I was in Mexico, I called the police. They, the 911 emergency kept me on the phone for like 15 to 30 minutes, playing on the phone with me. I just hear them laughing. Who got that much power they can control the police? Then... To prove they point, send out the fire department. So, I don't know. I really don't know. You know, I just know I'm being followed and I'm being watched and I'm being monitored and it's it's a really big deal. It's a really, really big deal. Like, I can't go nowhere or do nothing without everybody knowing me and everybody, you know, attacking me. So that's that got to, something to do with my immediate family because I must not know something about them. I mean, clearly I have, I have not known a lot about them, but, you know, who they've been my whole life because, you know, if they was ever this famous and this big, why we struggle? We should be rich, right? But all money ain't good money, so be careful. But anyways, we in the closet, and I remember just thinking, like, what are we, what are we doing? What are we supposed to be doing? And it's coming, like, it's almost like insinuating, like we're supposed to be like getting intimate or something. But he is not. There's no chemistry between us, and like. He's not, like, interested. And I'm not even mad about it because just, it just don't feel right. I'm like, you know, if I ever thought I liked him, ever, which I, didn't, I don't know if I believe any of it, but if I ever thought I liked him, it's because of how much I thought we had in common and how genuine I thought he was and who it feel like God was showing me is. If he ain't that person, then I don't want him. 
I'm not celebrity strong. I'm not starstruck. I don't do stuff like that. I'm not obsessed with celebrities. I talked about this. I got over this when I was like 15 or 16 years old. God dealt with me in idolatry. He said, you don't idolize nobody but me. So if it's not real chemistry between somebody, you're just a regular guy. You know, I probably won't like you that much. You know, I didn't. It was no chemistry, and I wasn't interested. And I just remember thinking, if we really supposed to be doing something right now, let me take that seriously. Really, because at the time, I'm like, I'm I'm in focus mode in my mind. My mind, I'm just like, I'm in war. Like I'm at war. This about God. Like I'm I'm fighting all of these demons. I'm fighting all of these tricks, all of these illusions, all of these lies. So I'm holding on fast to God for wisdom and discernment. And holding on steadfast, I mean. And all I know is, like, you know, I'm, I even considered it for real. So, I mean, I didn't consider none of that entire vision for real. Not for real, for real, until I considered this. And I was like, would I really do something with you? And I thought something like, I thought, like, and break my celibacy? No, I wouldn't. It's not worth it. And then I took a look at myself and I said to myself, to even consider that for real, I got work to do. I got so much work to do, and I was just, I was really, like, feeling like I betrayed God for considering it at all. Because you could, God has already told me, you commit things in your heart and in your mind, and it's already done. It's a sin. You've done it. So to even think about doing something, i already done it. And I was upset with myself because I wasn't even taking it serious, you know. It wasn't real for real for me. But just I considered it. But you know what? It doesn't matter because I woke up thinking, like, I don't know how true that is or how real that is. I just know that, you know, there was no chemistry there. And if that's the real him, then all these lies about him, all the stuff they say about him is lies. And I can move forward on that at least. And that's that's a blessing because now I know you can't lie to me no more. You can't tell me this is, you know, him. You can't tell me it's about him. You can't keep trying to distract me with him. Not that it was much of a distraction. Because like I said, they are trying to brainwash me into believing certain stuff. I don't want to say brainwash, but they lie so much. It's like I don't believe none of that stuff anyways. You know, I notice that every single time I'm praying or worshiping God or focusing on God, they got a new lie about him or they bring him up or they do something like that to distract me. And that's no shade to him. You know, if he don't have nothing to do with it, then that's his name being clear once again. But, you know, it doesn't, I don't even feel like, if you think like I think or if you consider things like I consider them, that wouldn't, it's not about clearing nobody's name because you should wait until you know for yourself anyways, you know, or you believe it for yourself. And if you believe it for yourself, then it won't matter what somebody else say or do. But, um, I know what I've been experiencing and, you know, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care to, you know, elaborate. Excuse me. I do know this, though. 
when I woke up, I was supposed, I don't know what that was for, but I almost feel like if it was for a reason, but here's, here's a theory. Maybe it was confirmation for me. So it's supposed to be a gift or maybe it was another trick or maybe it was a push in the right direction. But I know that when I woke up and I start focusing on God and trying to focus on God and trying to, you know, nothing had changed for me. And I don't know if they was expecting something to change, expecting it to be such a big shift. But nothing had changed for me. It's still 100% about God. Because if it were about him, then of course I'd have woke up thinking, hey, let me move on with my life then. This ain't what I thought it was. Like, no. Nothing has changed. I still have to fight. I'm still in this fight. I still need a breakthrough. I'm still fighting for my breakthrough. I still have to get to the end of this rope, you know. I got to make to the light at the end of the tunnel. It never was really about him, and I said that. It's about God. And I know that because why can't I worship him in peace? Why can't I praise God in peace? Why can't I grow in my relationship in God without fighting for it? This is about God. Everybody else is a man. God is not a man. He is God. But, you know, it is a little devastating because I wish it were that easy. I wish I could wake up, you know, have a vision and wake up and God is like, hey, it's done. One day, maybe. But, yeah, I'm tired. I'm so tired of fighting this thing. You know, obviously they are, too, giving me visions like that and hoping for it to be over when I wake up. They tired of fighting this thing. But I don't know why they fighting me. I just want to pray. I just want to worship God. What is you fighting me for? Leave me alone. I'm not doing nothing to you. I literally just want to spread the love of God. What is wrong with you? But that's how you know this stuff is really witchcraft. Because they can't leave me alone as long as I'm worshiping God. Like, that is crazy. But, you know, it don't matter because I love God. I love him so much, you know. And I should be working harder to get to finish this. It shows me and should show me that, you know, this is not as big as a battle as it feels like it is. I can I can do this. I need to push through, pull through, fight my hardest and not letting nothing or nobody stop me until I get that breakthrough. And maybe I'll have it sooner than later. And it won't be being dragged out. And I won't feel like I'm suffering every day. I just know that, you know, I'm fighting so many more people than it looks like I am. And I'm just so exhausted from the fight. I'm so exhausted from fighting all this time. And I'm, I want to get back up. And I might still get back up. But I'm tired and I'm sad. And I wanna I wanna heal and I wanna take it at a a doable pace right now. Because otherwise I don't know what I'll do or how I'll feel. Like I'm still being antagonized every day. They still, you know, are using everybody around me to I don't know what's their goal, but you know, somehow I guess get me to give up on God hopefully I don't know that gotta be the only goal because what what else are they hoping to accomplish everything else I've if if I let it go or if I move forward out they they still won't leave me alone 
So their goal must be to get me to give up on God. And that's not happening. No. Now, I have backed down from a lot of fights in my life. And I have, not a lot, but I've backed down from fights in my life. I've walked away from arguments. I've let things go. I've allowed things to happen. I've said that's not worth fighting for. This is worth fighting for. He is God is worth fighting for. If I ever felt like it was a fight I was preserving for the right time, this is the right time. God is worth every fight, every last little bit of fight I got in me. And that's he's the only thing, only one I'll be fighting for like this. You know, in my future, in him, with him. So, no, I'm not letting him go. What do they think this is? I kind of like that. That's the only time I feel like I can genuinely say I hate somebody. What do you mean? Why don't you want me to be happy with God? What's wrong with you? Leave me alone. But, you know, I realized, like, just like just like I said, you know, for them to be so desperate for me to let something go, they want to let it go more than I do. They suffer more than I am. And that's what God been saying the whole time. Feel bad for them because they are without. They are going without. They are suffering more than you. You don't know the power that I've given you, the strength that I've placed in you. They are suffering. So you just need to be thankful and grateful for what I'm bringing you through. And just trust me. I do trust God. I trust him. You know, nothing has changed for me. I love him so much. You know, I don't have to get anything out of this as long as I don't ha- as long as I don't have to let him go. I don't have to let him go. So as long as I get to keep God, then everything else is fine. Like, I don't you know, I, I might not ever be nobody. I might not end up with anything. I might wound up suffering, whatever. As long as I get to keep God. But like I said, God showed me the battle and the fight and the prophecy. And it have nothing to do with a guy. That's confirmation on that. This won't have nothing to do with no guy. This has a lot to do with a demon witch who has been just wreaking havoc on Millions of people, and God says, she's dying. She's coming down. He's doing that through me right now. And I see that's what this is. That's what this is. You know, they want me to give up so she don't die. She's trying to preserve her life. No, God said, that's that's coming with me. You're coming down. Sorry. Like, it's too late. You should have, you know... I don't feel like it's too late for anybody. I mean, it's obviously not too late because this person is still alive. And as long as this person still has breath or they, whatever it is they're doing, they still have opportunity to repent and seek God, you know, and submit, submit, you know, themselves over to him. And then he'll show mercy on them. More mercy than, he already, than he's already showing because I feel like they deserve worse. But let me not say what they deserve. I know what I deserve. So, you know. Whatever. All I know is they still have opportunity to seek, you know, forgiveness from God and repent. Well, they're already forgiven. They have a they still have an opportunity to repent to God and they don't want to do that. 
they just want to trick me out of worshiping God. No, no, it's too late. No, no, nope, you did that. You, 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 you came and you blew my life up because you believe so much in whatever it is you're doing. But now you want to back out. No, finish that. Finish what you started. You know, I can't believe all these days I wake up and all I hear is, you know, over my dead body. Okay, well, over your dead body then. Because you're not about to get me to quit on God because you don't, because, because you, you know, you can't. You can't you you can't handle what come with what you started and what you've been doing this whole time. No, stand on that. That's what I'm saying. People need to be very aware. This is why this is necessary for me to be on this podcast and helping people to, you know, to talk about my testimony and just, you know, divulging this information. Because you need to be careful what you choose. You need to be careful what you're out here doing. You know, the best part about God is he's so loving, so graceful, and so merciful. You have ample opportunity to repent even now. He's always patient waiting for you. I've been suffering this long because he's been waiting so long for you and love you so much. He just want to bring you to repentance. He gives you so many opportunities to be brought to repentance. But you rather still sit up here and try and win whatever way, whatever way you're going, even though you know. It's not working out for you. If it's really so torturous that you'd rather it be over right now, then repent. And if you don't want to do that, then you're just going down the way he said you're going down. And that's just what that is. And that's probably happening anyways. It's just maybe if you repent, then you'd be smarter. That being said, you know, like I said, I just I just want everybody like I love everybody. I don't want what happened to me to happen to nobody else. And I don't want what happened what's happening to them to happen to nobody else. Know what side to be on. Trust God. Choose him. And I'm telling you, you got to be careful out here. People out here going along with this. Actually thinking it's okay. The whole time I've been appalled. From the jump, I've been appalled. Like, are you serious? Are you all these people just going along with this, thinking it's okay, laughing, joking? Ooh, it's fun. You really think this fun? Oh, you don't know God like I know God. You don't fear God. You crazy. You don't fear God. You stupid. Fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. And. Like I said, it's still ample opportunity, ample opportunity to repent. But people don't want to do that because they don't want to admit that they're wrong. So you rather get whatever it is you about to get. Trust me, I promise you're not gonna feel like that after you get it. Then repent, okay. But you know, for anybody who's still this opportunity for what there is, obviously because God still has this going on. Repent. Know the right side. Let this be a warning. You know. I don't know why. Like I, I get. I want to cry now. I want to cry now because I feel like if you ever should get yourself into such a a heavy situation like this, you know. Know know what you want. Know you know accept everything that come with that because. I know before I make decisions, though I may make some foolish decisions, and I might not even a lot of times understand everything that come with it. You know, I'm you know, I'm considering the repercussions though. 
Like, you can't tell me that you went, you know, and did all this trying to attack a child of God and, you know, doing whatever it was in your power to destroy my life for nothing, just for loving God. And you didn't didn't think that God was going to do anything about that. You didn't think there was going to be no repercussions pertaining to that. And you know what? I love you so much. It don't have to be no repercussions for you. I would be fine. Like, just leave me alone. Just leave me alone. And repent. Come out of whatever you're doing because it ain't working for you. It ain't happening for you. And you suffer way more than it's worth. And I feel bad for you. It hurts me. Every time I realize, like, somebody else is suffering just to hurt me. Suffering as much as you is just to hurt me. That hurts me. It's sad, but, man, what about the kids? Like, what about the example that's being set for the kids? You know, I trust God and his power, so I know that, you know, they're seeing what they need to see. But I hope and I pray that each and every single last child that ever even was enticed by anything pertaining to or involved with that, you know, they see this. They need to see who God is. They need to know that God is to be worshipped. He is to be taken seriously. He is to be feared. And everything outside of him is not worth it. All this suffering I've gone through, everything I've been dealing with and continuously deal with on a daily basis. You know, that's all for God because it's worth it. And if anybody could see everything I'm going through and say, oh, no, that's not worth it. Think about the other side of things or it must be worth it. So, yeah, I feel bad for people, though. Man. I know they scared right now. They didn't bit off more than they can chew. Got they self into something that that ain't so easy to get out of. And I feel bad for them because we all make mistakes and that could be me. So I just pray that they, you know, open their eyes and repent. Like, just repent. Like, yeah, you might have still have some consequences for what you've done. But repent because that's better. It's much better. The thing about it is the consequences come whether or not you repent. So you might as well repent because it's smarter. And if you feel like, or if the consequences come whether or not I repent, then I might as well not repent. I mean, listen, I know you're learning something from this. I know you is because God do not play. I see you do not play. I know God do not play. I knew that already. That's why I wasn't playing about it. You know, I'd rather be raped. I'd rather be jumped, kicked, stumped, tortured, bullied, everything everything around me, everybody around me folding on me, everything taken away from me. I'd rather die than trade on God. And that right there should tell you he's not the one to play with. He is the one to be feared. If that's not example enough, then I'm sure he'll he got he's he's God. You'll know. But, you know, they laughed, they joked, they mocked. God will not be mocked. (laughs) 
I've been saying this the whole time. God will not be mocked. God is not mocked. He can make a believer out of anybody. The Bible says he can penetrate any heart. The Bible says that God can do everything and anything. He is a creative God. Satan is not his match. So if you're afraid of Satan or anybody out here, that is not who you should be afraid of. You need to be afraid of God. I'm so glad I got the fear of God in me. I love him so much. I love him. I love him because he know me and he loved me and he chose me because he know my heart. He knew when it came down to things like this, him. I'm going hard about that. I'm fighting about that. Even though it's his, it's only by his might and only by his power and only by his strength that I'm even here now. I would have given up so many times before. I've been humbled. I've been humbled to realize that, you know, it's things about myself I need to change. You know, even though there's way worse situations I could be in, it don't matter. I need to be in a better one with him. So I know it's only by his power. If not for him, I would have been folded a long time ago. I couldn't handle this on my own. But, you know, I didn't have to. I love him so much because last night I was just talking about how it might not be no no consequences for nobody for what they've done. And, you know, I have to be okay with that. And, you know, God is saying to me, hey, look, don't sleep on me now because it's consequences. They are afraid. They are so afraid. And you know what? After that, I had a vision. I'm going to talk about my vision real quick. In my vision, I was at this house. And it looked like this house I visited, getting my nails done one time. But when I was at this house, you know, it was my brother there. And then it was my other brother. Then it was my mother. Then it was my sister. Then it was her cousin. And they wasn't really warm welcoming. They wasn't really warmly welcoming me. But it wasn't as bad as it has been. I was around them. And all I know is... They were acting kind of funny towards me, and they wasn't letting me say certain stuff. Like, they was acting like they would fight me or put their hands on me or hurt me if I said something. Like, they didn't want to hear what I had to say. And I didn't think I said nothing really so wrong. This was kind of like saying, like, you know, hey, is things normal? Because I remember how things was not too long ago. I just want to know if his things were still like that. I wasn't trying to be funny. I just was like looking out for myself because I had to, you know, like it's a constant reminder that, you know, y'all might still be on that. Y'all might still be trying to kill me and sacrifice me to the devil. Is it cool to be around y'all right now? Not even trying to be funny. But all I know is, you know, people get upset when I say that. And I should be the one upset. But, you know, it don't matter because I trust God. I ain't got no reason to be upset. Like, I know who he is. I know what he's doing in my life. What's what's to be mad for? And next thing I know, it was my sister and her cousin. And, like, they just kept saying stuff to me and just, like, antagonizing me and provoking me and saying stuff to me. I remember my mom shared some pizza with me, but she wasn't really even for me either. 
because she wouldn't defend me and she didn't really care about me. And I, she, I mean, she was the nicest one there though. But all I know is, you know, they all just start, you know, they was just antagonizing me and provoking me to say something to them. And I wasn't going to say nothing. I was just like, no, nah, I'm not about to say nothing. I'm going to let it go. Because, you know, I know that they just provoking me. And it's not no point. And then I just got this feeling like, no, don't, you know, don't change who you are. And don't let them step all over you like that. Because just because they feel like it. So I said something back. And then immediately, not even in a second of time, they just jumped me. They all just start jumping me, stumping me out. And I woke up from that vision. I'm like, whoa. I remember waking from that, waking up from that vision. Like, whoa. Another one of those visions where they just, you know, putting their hands on me, stumping me out, and brutalizing me for nothing. You know. I don't know what they what's what's their problem or issue with me, but I know I know what it is. Like it's. It's my anointing they jealous of. They intimidated by who I am to God and who God has made me to be. They jealous. But, you know, it don't matter because the second I woke up from that vision, God is like, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And I was like, it's a good thing, like a good thing, like love your neighbor no matter what they do to you. Or it's a good thing, like it's a good thing, like that. Like it's a good thing. That's an indication of something. And I realized, like, okay, that was a test. No, no, no. Maybe not a test, but it was a yeah, like a test of where we're at in the battle and what that means. And for me, automatically, I you know put it together as much as possible. I believe that that meant. You're still a threat. This person is still threatened, intimidated, and scared. They did that because they tried their best, everything in their power, to show that they have power that they don't have. And it's good that that happened because that means that they are realizing what's happening here. That they don't have any power and that, you know consequences there's going to be there's you know this that this you are who you are god is who he is and this is what the like god is who he is you are who you are he's made you who you are and this is what's happening right now they realizing that and i realized okay that makes sense because if somebody was behind you know playing puppet master and they wanted to feel like they were so powerful and like they was doing so much like they were so big and so bad you know how would them getting me jumped again indicate that they were, how would that be a good thing for me? Well, it's an indication that they're afraid. It's an indication that they're scared. Because just from that hint that it's a good thing, it shows me that, you know, if it's a good thing for them to be using their power to get me jumped, then that must mean that, you know, they, them not jumping me, might be an indication that they are not worried about me. They're not worried about what God is doing through me. But them jumping me is an indication that they are worried. They are doing everything in their power to make me afraid because they are. And that's just what I came around to. But 
you know, still, God didn't tell me all the way what it was and or everything that he knows that that's an indication of. But I'm sh- I'm seeing that that second vision with NBA Youngboy was another indication. Like, first they jumped you because they were so mad. And trying their best to exert any, you know, show of power that they don't have. Then they sent a way out to try and get you to quit. Because they, they want to quit so bad. They are very afraid. It's getting that much. It's getting that closer to the end of things. And, you know, they're realizing it's not going the way that they think it's going to go. And that. God is going to win this and that, you know, God always wins and that they they didn't, you know, they got themselves into something that they cannot finish. But, you know, I just want to give them every opportunity that they need to, you know, I won't say get it all out their system because I don't want to make it seem like God wants you to go and get all the evil out your system. He can do that fine enough. All you have to do is submit it over to him. And then another thing, ain't no way you getting all that out your system because it ain't you. It's Satan. And Satan been evil since the beginning of time. So how you going to get all, something out your system that's not even you? And if you ever expect Satan to get all the evil out his system, it's going to take eternity in the lake of fire so ain't no way but you know as I was saying though you know I still I still feel bad for them I feel very bad for them, but I love my God so much. And I don't, I didn't want to rejoice. I didn't want to rejoice and be very, very, very happy because I don't want them to feel like I'm insensitive to their suffering, you know? But I try to tell you so many times, you just laugh at me. Like, you just think it's so funny. And you don't know Satan is laughing at you. You being laughed at, but you want to laugh at me. And you want to mock God as if, you know, he's a joke or a game. You know, God is amazing. And I know he know how to deal with the so-called tough ones. The real tough ones are the ones that's on his side. And we know that because you got to be tough to be with God, for sure. You got to be tough. But the ones who think they tough are the ones who not with him. And he know how to deal with the fake tough ones. God know how to deal with anybody, even the ones on his side. Like, for how he's dealing with me, I could just imagine how he's dealing with somebody who think they big or better or can beat this or beat him or bully his children or steal power from his children or sow discord and calamity in this world without 
without remorse and unrepentant. Like the God I serve, like, like I said, six things the Lord hates feet that are quick to sin, a proud heart, a proud look, and a hearty, a haughty look, and a heart that deviseth evil. A person that bear false witness against their brother or sister. He hate these things. And this is, they doing all of them. They are every single last one of these things. Every day, all day. And if the Lord can hate, I hate. I can hate. It's a time for love. It's a time for hate. The Bible says it's a time for love and it's a time for hate. This whole time I've been loving, love, 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 because I've been doing my best to learn before I go out doing the wrong things. And then I have to answer for those things. So master forgiveness first. But yeah, I know who I hate. I know what I hate. I hate anybody against my father. I hate you. Because you stupid. I don't got to call you stupid. But I hate you. I hate you. You don't know what you're doing. You don't know You don't know who you are. And if fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom and you don't have no fear, what that make you? I hate you. That's what that is. And... I know you hate me. I don't care. Your hate don't mean nothing. Why do my hate mean something? Because God back up my hate. God not backing up your hate. Your hate don't mean nothing. But I don't know. I don't want to make it I don't make it a childish thing. I'm not trying to be childish. But I just feel like, you know, it's it's freeing to be able to say that and admit that. And to be able to, you know, feel that. You know, because, yeah. Christians can't hate people. My whole life I've been taught don't hate nobody. You don't don't say you hate people. You don't hate nothing. You don't hate nobody. Hate is a strong word. Don't use hate. Use love. Love them instead. But I hate people. I I hate Satan. I don't want to say I hate people. They've been used. I hate Satan. I hate evil plans. I hate this wickedness in this world. I hate the sin. I hate it, you know, but I do feel like I, I, I feel better on the love side, though. I feel better loving people instead, you know. It's amazing how God has given me such a position that, you know, just one small thing, one thing that I say or do, anything that I say or do, they need that to survive for three more seconds. Like, please, please say or do something you're not supposed to do so I can breathe. And that right there should show you who God is, his power, you know. But I don't, I don't, the reason why I don't rejoice with this, knowing that this has been like this for a while and been like this, like this whole time, I don't rejoice in that because God said don't rejoice in that. Don't rejoice at their suffering. Feel bad for them. I'm on the right side. I'm going to be okay. But, you know, them being so, you know, Hard-necked and hard-hearted 
and unrepentant and non-remorseful. Like, that's scary. You don't know what's going to happen to them. Like, they think it's okay. Like, they, you know, they don't take God seriously. But they're not going to have a choice. They're not going to have a choice but to take him seriously. Like I said, God will not be mocked. He will not be mocked. One day you up, the next day you down. What the Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. No matter where you go in this life, if you don't give him your credit, if it, if you don't give him his credit or acknowledge him for everything he's doing in your life, he can take all of that away from you. Not that I want him to take it away from you. I will hope that you can be brought to repentance and keep everything you worked so hard for. If you worked hard for it, which you did, because thing about people think that the thing about what Satan is you get an easy way out. You end up working 10 times as harder, 10 times harder than you would with God for that. There's no easy way out. You, you don't cheat nobody but yourself. Promise you put in way more work to have anything Satan gives you than you put in for God. Because God is merciful. He's gracious. He's loving. He wants you to have it. Satan don't. He don't want you to have nothing. So people think when they get stuff with Satan, it's the easy way. No, it's the scared way. With God, it takes bravery. It takes courage. You got to trust him. You got to choose him. And you got to not be afraid. You got to be like, I'm not scared of nothing. I'll take whatever come with God. I'll go through anything, you know, throw at me whatever it is you got to throw at me. And I'm sure it's going to be some things I'm going to have to learn how to get through. I'm going to have to get picked up for. I'm going to need your strength for. But guess what? I'm still choosing you. I want to be on your side. I want to do it right. I'm not afraid of what come with that. I'm not afraid of doing it the hard way. I'm not afraid of taking the long way. I'm not afraid, which it might not even be the long way. God is gracious. He's merciful. He skipped me to the front of the line. I was supposed to be, I don't know how long it was supposed to take me to get here, but I know I got here way faster than I should have with God. So it's never no easy way with Satan. He is never the easy way. So I feel bad for people who thought they was taking the easy way. And I was just contemplating this not too long ago. I was like, it's, what do people think that deals with Satan? Or do they think it's the easy way or the guaranteed way? either like i said to myself they don't believe it's the easy way they don't believe that because they suffer the entire time and they know better they know it's not the easy way but maybe they thought it was going into it but maybe they didn't if they didn't think it was the easy way going into it what did they think it was i'm like the guaranteed way they say they might have to do the work to get it they might have to work very hard it, this i thought about this when i was watching holes and he went to the the he went to madame zaroni the witchcraft lady and she told him he had to carry a pig up a mountain every day and water it. That sounds like hard work to me. You carry a pig up the day, up the up the mountain every day and water it and pray to God and that pig gonna get big. So what is you going to Satan for? That don't even make sense. But you know what? I was like, so there are times where people go to these devil worshippers and they they want the outcome of a, a great big they want some great big outcome and it does require work it requires very hard work so they're not doing it to skip the work they doing it for what a guaranteed outcome because with god you know you have to 
you you can't cheat yourself. You have to take the losses if you got to take the losses. You can't guarantee anything. Only God can guarantee anything. You have to trust and have faith in him that it'll happen. And sometimes it won't happen. And you have to be prepared for that. You have to be realistic. So you can carry that pig up the day, up the mountain every day for you know, however long and, and it get real big, but it can't, it's never guaranteed a win. You might still not make it. You might still lose. And that's okay. Cause that's supposed to build character. That's supposed to teach you, you know, that just cause you lose, you're not a loser. Loses, you know, losses are wins as well. Cause they're lessons, but you know, Somebody might be like, I'm not prepared to lose. I don't want to ever lose. I'm not doing all this work to lose. So I'm going to take this way because I want to make sure if I do all this work, I'm getting it. I'm getting a guaranteed outcome on it. And you ain't even getting that with Satan. The only guaranteed outcome you ever going to get is with God. You ain't never getting no guaranteed outcome with Satan. I don't care if he said you was because you're never getting what he told you you were getting. He's always lying. He's always deceiving. He's laughing right now. I can't feel it. He thinks it's funny. Because you thought you was getting that? No. If you ever thought you was getting anything, you should have went to God. But you didn't want to go to God because you didn't want to hear God tell you no. That's too bad. Because you still going to get a no. And you did all that work for nothing. And you suffering too. And you got to deal with the consequences for that. You never get nothing with him. You do all the work for it, you never get it, and you suffer the whole time, and you still got to deal with God for doing it and going the way you went. You never get nothing with him. He always take. So you end up with less than what you started, and I'm not judging you. I'm just trying to help you. I love God. I love him so much. He's he's he blessed my whole life. He blessed my whole life. He changed my whole life. I'm transformed in I'm transformed in Jesus and I am not ashamed to say that. I'm not ashamed to claim him. And I don't feel like validation or anybody else's like, you know, um like I said, validation or vindication outside of God matters. He matters the most to me. I pray that I can just continue to become more and more worthy for him every day. And never slip and continuously prosper. But I will as long as I choose him. Man, it's not over yet, but after everything I've been through, you know, I know my God is worth it. My father is worth it. My father is worth it. They wish it was over now. No, you're going to still deal with them consequences. You're going to get that ending. You know, but the thing is, you can still control it because, see, free will exists. Free will existed enough for you to take it this far. So free will exists enough for you to end it now. Repent to God. Submit yourself to him. Say, I'm sorry, God. Forgive me. I choose you. I accept Jesus as my Lord and my Savior. I'm, I'm ready and I'm willing to grow in you. I'm ready to be transformed. I'm ready to... I'm I'm ready to accept whatever consequences that come with the bad decisions I've made, if there be any, because you don't know who God is. You don't know how he'll deal with your situation. He understands and he loves you. He may just show mercy and grace on you. No, he will always show mercy and grace on you. He's a merciful and gracious God. But, you know, whatever you're doing, 
outside of him and without him, and ain't no better than that that plan and that idea. But like I said, you know, I love him. He's showing out today. <laughs>